And going. Beautiful. <coughs> All right. We're not going to waste no time because this is CES week. Mm-hmm. Got a lot to cover. Uh, many stories that simply uh, couldn't even make the cut because admittedly it's CES's cutting edge of technology, also known as, uh, you know, concepts. Mostly not car news. Well, mostly honest. not car news, but also the car news that exists is a lot of propaganda. <laughs> like the new Honda yeah. stuff, which I we don't have like a specific thing for, but they have a new electric-only logo and some really weird-looking cars that, um, I mean, are noteworthy, but as of right now, don't really mean anything. Indeed. Uh, I'm Scoot. That's Poop. Today is Sunday, January 14th. Probably listening to this on the 15th, uh, which is also Martin Luther King Day. And uh, why don't... The new Ford Recall. Don't you start us with a classic jingle? Ford Recall! Let's go, baby! This is specifically affecting the 2018 to 2022 Ford EcoSport and 2016 to 2018 Ford Focus. Now, all the vehicles affected have the 1.0 liter EcoBoost engines. There is a total of 1,000. Nope, that's not how you say that. 139,790 vehicles affected. And the specific issue is the oil pump belt tensioner has a defect, which causes the oil pump drive belt to shred itself to pieces and the oil pump to stop spinning, which uh, causes a loss of oil pressure and the engine to catastrophically nuke itself, basically. Um, Overall, not ideal. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, I have to say... Uh, as anyone who's ever worked on an engine, they could foresee this happening considering you put a belt inside the engine, which is not where they go. Please use a chain next time. <laughs> at That's all what car everyone's companies. been using for the last 50 at years. all car companies. Exactly. Do not try to innovate with the oil pump. You mm-hmm. will do it wrong, and it will blow up. I think oil pumps have uh, reached peak efficiency. <laughs> so, I could be wrong about that, but, you know, it's a... No, you're pretty close on that one. They're really they're really damn good. Anyway. Kia. I did actually make a rather large slash at CES, as to be expected. But, of course, uh, they did it more of like a, hey, we're going to make this now. Instead of a, hey, here's what we could do. It's no, we are making this. And Kia has announced that they are entering the van market. That's right, the commercial van market. Um, so... They have three new vans. Well, the three's kind of an iffy word, and I'll get to... Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But the important part is to note the first one coming is the PV5, which is a standard-sized van. But in the distant future, we can also see a PV1, which is going to be a smaller variant, and a PV7, which is going to be a larger variant. PV1 might not even come to the States, and I only say that because it's like... We don't get vans that small in the States, but they exist in other parts of the world. Kind of deal. Um, So it will begin in 2025 in South Korea, uh, but it has been, uh, I don't know if it's officially promised, but like heavily implied at least that it's coming to the United States soon after. Uh, Now, here's the interesting part about not just this van, but all of the vans. Um, First of all, they're going to be teched to the moon. Including, but not limited to, you know, uh, robotics. Some even being robo-taxis. So, of course, those self-driving mm-hmm. features and, you know, many other little 
dilly bits and doodads, but also here's the big one. Uh, they will come with a variety of bodies, like current cargo vans do, sometimes. However, uh, the central idea, and I'm quoting current driver here, the central idea uh, is the chassis will be adaptable to fit a variety of mobility needs. Uh, the driver's cockpit will sit ahead of the interchangeable bodies, uh, which Kia calls life modules. The bodies will be connected to the vehicle's base platform via a hybrid electromagnetic and mechanical coupling technology, allowing for the vehicle, for example, to swap from a taxi to a delivery van uh, and even into a personal vehicle for the weekends. They're strapping the van together with magnets. They're strapping together the van with magnets and the entire back back two-thirds of the vehicle is interchangeable and you can exchange it. Hot damn. Um, so I don't know who else you'd expect this from other than, uh, Kia's platform beyond vehicle uh, division, platform beyond vehicle division. That's a beautiful name. Um, so yeah. And of course, you know, autonomous driving basically promised on any new car as well as advanced air mobility. Whatever that means. I didn't bother to look it up. Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to this one. It could be very innovative. Uh, <laughs> yes, but we'll simply have to see how it turns out. It's it's purely one where I don't know if it's going to be garbage or not until it actually happens. I guess we'll see. And also, I didn't say this out loud, but and I didn't write this down, but it was implied. But they are like directly aiming for uh, fleet markets. I mean, yeah, it's but a we'll, van. <laughs> but we'll also sell to other people. But it they're is, aiming for fleet. It is a van. Anyway. You know who else is aiming for fleets? Hmm. Not Volkswagen. Especially not with the GTI. But you know what they're also not aiming for? Their own enthusiasts. Because they've got rid of the manual option hmm. for the GTI. Which is, uh, I'm quite sure, one of the only reasons people actually still bought it. Mm-hmm. Instead of something else. Because, yeah. Basically, the only thing you can get the GTI in is a dual-clutch transmission from now on. Uh, this is supposedly due to... Uh, a proposed Euro 7 emissions restrictions from a few years ago um, when work was started on the Mark 8.5 Golf. Now, that's, of course, what this new version is. Mark 8.5, it's basically just a facelift, but they also said bye-bye manual transmission. It's the only reason we're talking about it. That's right, Volkswagen. Blame the European government. That way, the car will still sell well. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. That is how you do it. Speaking of selling vehicles, VinFast. Uh, we all know and we all love them. The first Chinese car company to get to the United States doing so by not actually being Chinese. Um, and they were also present at CES. And they released or they showed off two new vehicles. One of them is kind of one of those promises in the cloud sort of thing. But I thought it was awfully interesting. And that, of course, being the VF wild truck and it should be mentioned that their current vehicles are named like the vf3 the vf8 the vf6 one of those isn't real but <laughs> the it's it's just been vf number and this is the vf wild uh so it is a truck that quite literally looks like a cyber truck and a hummer ev had a baby um which would make sense and you would think would sell uh but some details about it uh well for one, we don't know what the battery specs are, so that's very helpful. Uh, 
and we don't even know that it is coming into production so why even talk about it first of all it's more just analyzing that every new electric startup wants to enter the truck market in the u.s which is kind of weird to me because the electric truck market at least well i shouldn't say that actually never mind uh, I was about to say the electric truck market doesn't seem like it's popping off that hard here, but that's just not even true. No, I'm only saying that because I don't see one every day. I see one every other day. I kind of see one every day. Though, yeah, so. no, it's just about every day. <laughs> anyway. If Rivian wasn't around, it would be like every three days. Yeah, but... yeah I know. <laughs> also, I don't, I've gotten to the point now where lightnings just blend in at this point. Indeed. Anyways. So, it's just, why does that F-150 have a light bar? Don't worry about it. Yeah, so, uh, essentially, they're getting into it, too. I would like to see how well they sell because of their brand recognition being a company from Vietnam. I don't know how many truck bros are going to want a truck from Vietnam. But, to be honest, I wish them luck. Uh, and should I know uh, anything about this car other than the claimed 250 miles of range... Uh, then I can say more. Oh, we do also know that the truck features a mid-gate bed design. So you can open up the back. Because that's something we're all doing now. I hate that so much. I actually love it. I'm not going to lie. It's anyway. hilarious. But I do have another vehicle to talk oh, about. another one. Yes, there are two. Uh, I had to group them together so I could talk about both. I do the same thing with Dodge later. That's fair. The VF3 is coming. Uh, it is a small SUV that was shown off at CES. Uh, it is a small boxy EV. Uh, and here's where it gets interesting. I said small a few times, right? Yep. But would you consider small 17 inches shorter than the Fiat 500e? How is that possible? I don't know. I don't think you can make a car that small. I refuse to believe it. Um, some people are already calling it the new Suzuki Jimny. Uh, however, I would say it all, it almost falls more in the category with like the Nissan Cube. Yeah, it's uh it's a looker. He's looking at it now. Honestly, it's it's closest to like a mini. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> look, try and find the interior shot. It's something. Also, the back is also pretty funny. Oh, there's the interior. Uh, it's empty. Fair. It's an empty box. Yeah, I like how you can kind of, in this one shot, you can kind of see, like, the entire crash structure. It, it quite literally is an empty box with a steering wheel and a dashboard. All right, well, we're doing an audio podcast, but feel free to go look at yourself. But here's some other little things about this thing, because like I said, this one is coming to the U.S. and goes on sale this year. Wow. This, this, this one's quiet on the timeline. Uh, it's got a small powertrain, as you might imagine. Uh, with a targeted 125 electric driving range. Uh, they have confirmed that the VF3 will be sold in the U.S., uh, but it's unclear when sales will begin here. I should stress that later this year, I what I meant by that is in Vietnam, but and in other parts of the world. <laughs> but cool. here, it's confirmed it's coming here, but the timeline isn't exactly known quite yet. Very, very cool. Now I'm done with VinFast. Ford, you heard of them? Nope. We just talked about them. We just talked about them last week, too. We talked about how they were paying some of their customers for overstaying powder figures. Well, some of those customers have received those checks, and uh, some of those checks have been bouncing, mm. <laughs> which is a funny little oopsie, considering it's Ford, the uh, the, multi the multi-billion dollar 
company. Second largest car company in the world exactly. still, I believe. May, that might be wrong now, actually, with I, Chinese car companies. I don't even know. That was the case, like, 15 years ago. Anyway, the point is, they're a massive car company, and their checks have been bouncing for apparently several customers, but we have definitely confirmed at least one. And now Ford claims this little uh, fiasco was due to a filing error made sometime between December 22nd and January 3rd. Uh. <laughs> Which is quite a big window, but uh, apparently there are new checks coming out soon that hopefully will not bounce this time. Yes. Yes. Imagine... Fool me once, <laughs> fool me twice, I'm taking you to court, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Last action lawsuit. Well, it's tough. All right, well, speaking of tough, Will I Am, uh, the renowned musician known for his role in Black Eyed Peas, but also other uh, works and singles he's done, and also being, was he American, which one was he on? Doesn't matter. He's Will I Am. And... He has been rather, for a rather while, he's been pretty cozied up to Mercedes-Benz as a company, as somewhat of a brand ambassador, though I think unofficially, I'm not confident saying that one way or the other, <laughs> but more or less he has been, Yeah. whether or not there are documents stating so. Indeed. But, so he has made his own custom car, but or Mercedes rather had a car customly made for him, and he has returned the favor. He has developed, uh, or helped develop, a feature called MBUX, or I'm just going to call MBUX, Sound Drive, uh, to come in Mercedes and AMG cars soon, uh, which can uniquely mix soundtrack based on the inputs of a vehicle and how you drive. So to dry, describe that a bit more in detail, it will actively mix your song depending on whether you are accelerating, braking, or turning. Well, but, like, why? Uh, so, <laughs> one last thing that should be mentioned, even though, is, I'll, 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 I'll get to why I really want to cover this story, primarily because I'm about to have a music degree in a couple months. Yeah. But, uh, like, for instance, I know you... Don't have to limit it to 16 songs all done by Will listen, I Am. Listen, who's to say? Uh, I don't actually know if they were all done by Will I Am. But uh, some of the feature ones were. But I do know for a fact you can do it with that. And so to kind of demonstrate more of like what it exactly is, like you know, I believe one of the examples they gave is while you are at a stop, it just cuts off like the highs and mids. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just like bass and kick. And then, like, if you turning, the vocals will come in, and if you're accelerating, it's the melody. I don't like that. It, it's so much weirder with the fact that, like, I got a, it's Black Eyed Peas songs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is, it's something, honestly, sound and cars have been getting more integrated, and I'm honestly for it. I, it's, I, I, I'm excited for it. <laughs> And I go progression in that field. I don't know how high excited I am about this project specifically, other than continuing moving in that direction of merging my two favorite things. Yeah. Well, you know what is not my favorite thing? What? Subaru. 
Unfortunate. But they've come out with something a little bit interesting. Not that it matters because it's Japan only, but we're going to talk about it anyway. I made him get another story. <laughs> it is the Subaru WRX S4 STI Sport. Mm-hmm. Now, you're probably wondering what is with the long-ass name. Well, this is a special edition WRX. It is not a special edition WRX STI, despite the fact that STI is in the name. Mm-hmm. Because it is not the full STI trim. It is, in fact, slower. It has the regular WRX engine in it with no improvements whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But what you do get with this special edition is a little bit beefier strut and sway bars, upgraded transmission cooler, fancier wheels, and Recaro seats. Now, that's actually quite a lot. And kind of justifies a special edition but this is the part that really justifies it they are only selling 500 of them ah. which makes no sense whatsoever considering it is literally in the middle of their lineup it is not a flagship model no. don't know why you'd make this a limited run but <clears throat> they felt like they were going to and there will be a lottery system for you to be able to buy it oh no yes buyers can claim one lottery ticket per day from now until January 28th in Japan. In Japan only for a chance to purchase for around $43,000. The price is around like 6 million yen. I don't... It's about $43,000 US. Okay. Not that it matters. Um, because you're not going to be able to buy one. <laughs> because lottery systems make no sense for cars. But, um, yeah, if you really, really want a weird middle-of-the-road special edition Subaru, uh, and you live in Japan, I guess this is the car for you. <laughs> We'll have to see if it makes our um, Go Fest award of 2024. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Dodge. All right, so now I've got two uh, details from Dodge to wrap it up. So we've got new beginnings and then sort of coming to end. So the Charger and Challenger ended last year. But the whole year, they were getting all sorts of, you know, cool, fun additions that people kept buying and honestly it did sell really well in the last year and it did kind of work so now that this is the last year of the durango and yes also i also thought the durango ended uh like just recently but apparently it has a whole nother year to go we'll be having a similar thing where we'll have multiple special editions to uh try and you know out with a cry sort of thing and the first of the uh last calls Will be called the Durango SRT three nine two Alchemy. Wow, Al- Al- that's 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 like alchemy, but then they put Hemi in it. Yeah, uh, because this is we the the, ta- the tail end of the Hemi V eight. Because it's Dodge. Also, side note: the Hemi V eight hasn't actually been a Hemi since like nineteen fifty. Anyway. I didn't actually know that. <laughs> Even the ones in the seventies. I, I would have to look it up, but, but maybe. That's, I was going to say, that's where you had all the uh, muscle cars that had Hemi on the side. Maybe then. Yeah. I would have to look up the actual date, but it hasn't yeah. been for like at least 50 years. That I can guarantee. Well, anyways. Uh, so the special edition uh, adds visual flares to the exterior, while the interior is marked uh, with yellow and silver stitching accents, as well as the 392 logo embroidered throughout. It'll be about a thousand units uh and other than being a hemi srt version of the durango 
Uh, there's nothing else specifically about it uh, that is interesting. However, Dodge has also released some new pictures of the Dodge Charger Daytona EV. You have to say the full thing, because if you say Dodge Charger, you get the four-door. If you say Dodge Charger Daytona, you get the special edition of the four-door. You gotta throw the EV on there, too. 1971. 1971. Was it invented, or was that when that it was stopped? the last time they sold a actual hemispherical head engine. Interesting. So, uh, they've released some photos of the early stages of the production uh, version of the Charger, which, by the way, will be going on sale uh, in less than a year is more or less what we've been promised. Uh, and, oh, sorry, one side note. Um, the Durango is going to be the last car with a Hellcat. Okay. I, <laughs> it's I, ironic. Interesting. I mean, that works. Yeah. The I mean, you can't tell me. I think the Durango's legitimately been one of my favorite SUVs of the past several years. It <laughs> honestly has been quite good. Yes. Uh, not of the last generation. I, my dad had one three generations before. It was awful. Yeah. Anyways, so the next generation Charger, like I said, we've seen more close to production pictures of the photo. People remember when it was first revealed, everyone was like, wow, they made a wagon challenger. Wow. It doesn't look like that anymore. It is has a much sleeker look to it now. Uh, the headlights are also a little bit more defined. Uh, and honestly, I'm I'm a little bit more excited for this car now. I think at this, I stand with my opinion at this point that the only way this car can truly be a success is if it's dirt cheap. And I kind of doubt that. I very much doubt that. <laughs> yes. It, it, it's legitimately going to have to be around the price that the Charger and Challenger was. Like, maybe 40 grand tops. They're going to be lucky if it's like 50. Yeah. I, I, I mean, been wrong about this before, but ever, yeah. everyone was complaining that the Cybertruck was like $80,000 and that was expensive. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was over here like, that's all? That. <laughs> That they lowballed my expectations. Well, yeah, but they anyway. also highballed everyone else's, considering they said it was going to start at forty thousand dollars. Yeah, see, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, I mi- I, mi- I missed that part. I just That's well, I think fair. no, I think I did hear it, but I just immediately assumed they were lying. Oh, I did. Yes, I, I was just waiting. I was waiting. Yeah, I was, was waiting. I was thinking hundred twenty, hundred thirty. <laughs> so I was surprised pleasantly. Yeah, you can still get one up there. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, uh, I gotta go pee.